Wait, can you say this is a mistake in Spanish? Uh, esto fue un error. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we should get you to do the welcome. Like, oh. oh, gosh. That'd be cool. Oh, so you just chulo. be like, Hey guys, welcome to the <laughs> Just like that. This is This is a Mistake. I'm Martha Ellen. I'm Shelby. I'm Josh. And today we're joined by Dixon. <laughs> so glad to have you on. Hi. Um, Dixon, tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do. Okay, well, from Birmingham, mm-hmm. born and raised, can't leave. Um, <laughs> I currently am a Spanish interpreter at Children's Hospital. Um, so I do that during the week. And then on the weekends, I um, am a barista at Caveat Coffee, uh, just for fun. <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> Um, that's what I do right now, job wise. Um, other than that, I I went to Auburn University, War Eagle. Uh-huh. Um, I studied Spanish. I <laughs> Shelby's I, every single person goes to Auburn. Literally, <laughs> every person who's been on our show that has gone to college, except for one, has gone to Auburn. I mean, what can I say? It's a great place. It's a great place. It's yes. like because Martha Ellen's the one that gets her gifts. <laughs> <laughs> That's honestly pretty fair argument. Okay, you know what? In my defense, I asked a lot of people. It's just really hard to like schedule four different people. Or no, even like scheduling. It's hard to find like a common time for the three of us. Auburn's a good place. It is. Auburn's a great place. It is a great place. I wanted to go there. It was great. Um studied Spanish um and loved it. It was the best four years of my life like it was it was as good of an experience as I could have asked for going to like such a big school um and then I graduated and then immediately started grad school at University of Alabama Uh (laughs) Um, but I did it online I barely stepped foot on Tuscaloosa Um, and I got my master's in social work and so I just graduated this past May and haven't um really worked a social work job yet i did for four weeks and then (laughs) quit (laughs) (laughs) like within the month of june started and quit um but it's been it's been great i love social work i love spanish just trying to find the the right balance (laughs) of the two yeah so why social work why spanish so I went into Let's get down to it. <laughs> tell us. Do tell. Me. So I went into Auburn as an accounting major oh, and that really very turned different. Yeah. Um so I was there for like a semester and then come December of my freshman year I was like I think I'm good at it but I think I hate it. Mm. And then I, yeah, and then I switched in January to a thing called actuarial science, which mm. is like risk management, yeah. math, basically math, math, math. Again, I was good at it, but I was like, I can't imagine. I was just like picturing the next 40 years and I was like, I'd pull my hair out and mm. I would be so unhappy. And so not to say that you can't be happy doing those things, <laughs> but I just knew I wouldn't. Um, and so I, like in my, end of my freshman year, somehow had this realization that 
I really still cared about Spanish um, in like a relational way, not just like knowing another language. Because um, I'd taken four years in high school and felt like I was pretty naturally good at it, but wasn't sure why. I kind of had this feeling like I think there's a reason that I'm it, I like it because so many people in my class hated it. Um, and my teacher was always very encouraging that I should continue because I have like a, just a knack for it. But like fourth year Spanish, even in high school, like you're not fluent, you know? So I was like, how much do I really know? You know? So I started, I switched my major for the last time, my freshman year started Spanish. Um, and I loved it. And the, um, the Spanish like major had so many elective hours because it's not really like a demanding major to say <laughs> it's the college of liberal arts. So it wasn't like I had to get all these, all these hours of Spanish. Um, and so I ended up minoring in nonprofit and a separate minor in communications. And I chose Spanish for like the reason I just said, like they, I feel like I was good at it for a reason and I wanted to explore why. Um, but I also just from, a young age, I felt like I cared about diversity, um, and I but I didn't know why. I didn't know what it looked like in a career or in a lifestyle or whatever. So I just went with it. Um, summer after my sophomore year, I moved to moved went <laughs> to the Dominican Republic for four months. I'm gonna move there. <laughs> Four um, months is a long time, though. Yeah. So I went for four months, and I went to a city called Cabarete slash Sosua. We were, like, right on the line. Um, it's, like, on the northwestern part of the island, like, two-hour drive from Haiti. And so Punta Cana is, like, the, the tourist hub, which is on the far east side. So it's as far as you can get from that. So it was still beautiful beach, you know, surf island uh, or surf area of the island. But it was more chill more local dominican life mm-hmm. yeah. um and so i worked at this um organization called ninos de la luz which means children of the light and they're a boys home for street kids in the dr and so they've been there for like going on 15 years now and i had heard about them because when i went on a youth trip in high school we went and visited there for a day and i just loved what they were doing. It felt very unique. It felt very like they were, um, like encouraging the boys to find what they were good at Mm -hmm. and run with that. And they were teaching them practical skills. They weren't just providing them a home till they're 18 and then saying, you know, good luck because nine times out of 10, they would return to the streets. They would do all the dangerous unproductive things that they would have been doing had they been left there. So I was the English teacher, (laughs) 20 year old qualified English teacher. And I had no idea what I was doing, but I was living with this family on the ranch. They had like this big property um, from California and they were the ones that had started it. And they were like, we really just need an English teacher. Would you be down? And I was like, as long as it's okay if they don't really know English by the end of the summer. <laughs> and it was really just more like a fun elective for them because they're just fascinated. The kid, like the boys yeah. are fascinated by American culture, 
all they really know are Disney World and Kobe Bryant yeah. <laughs> from what I could tell and all they asked me about they're like do you know him and I was like no I really don't <laughs> I don't really want to <laughs> yeah um I have been to Disney World but it's not all it's cracked up to be you know you don't need to move here to go um so I went down there and did that and they put me in charge of this one kid in particular he was like this I think at the time he was like 15 he was like exceptionally gifted like so so smart and he had this opportunity to start this all English speaking private school in um I think it was Santo Domingo which is the capital and it was going to be like paid for and it was like just this huge opportunity for him to get out Mm -hmm. of the circle you know of the cycle um and for him to potentially go to college and he was just very academically minded and so they were like but he has to learn english to get accepted and i was like okay no pressure (laughs) did he know any english i mean besides like kobe bryant and disney world (laughs) he knew like basic basic stuff like probably stuff that you would learn in spanish one he knew the english version so, um, they're like, he has to take this English entrance, entrance exam at the end of the summer. Um, so will you just work with him like one-on-one do whatever you think he should do. And I was like, I am 20 and I have <laughs> yeah. never taught a class in my life. I have no idea what he needs to know, but I was like, okay, well, we'll read, you know, reading is good. He loves music. So i he knew all these Spanish worship songs. So I just found the English version and they're mostly like Hillsong songs. Cause Hillsong does mm-hmm. like a lot of Spanish albums. And so I found the English versions and he would play guitar and learn the English lyrics. But I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I was like, Oh, it's going to feel so rewarding when he like passes the test. And like, you know, it's all cause of me. And then I left like a week before the exam. Like I came back to the States and then I was like, please email me with like how he does. So they did and he like didn't pass. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, that's not how I picture this. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, you know, that's a huge bummer. Um, but I was like, they were like, you know, we're going to, he's going to take it again next year. He's not like worried about it. We're going to, they've ended up teaching all his classes in English um, to give him more exposure because they were like, we realize like a summer is not really enough time yeah. to learn a whole language. And I yeah. was like, yeah, it's not. <laughs> I also don't know how to teach a language. So um, really put him at a disadvantage there. But I'll let's say a year later, I get, he texts me on WhatsApp, which yeah. is that like mm-hmm. Wi-Fi app. You can talk to people internationally. And he passed and he's been in school now for like, I guess three years and he's like fluent. Like we wow. send each other like voice messages um, and I'll send him in Spanish and he'll respond in English. And like, I can't even hear an accent anymore. Wow. And so it's just really cool to, and even though I've, I haven't been there in four years, haven't had like a direct part in his academia in four years. It's, it's just cool to that. That whole experience is what, spurred me to to start thinking about okay why am I learning Spanish and why do I love it so much and so come to the end of summer I was in this you know melodramatic turmoil within myself do I stay do I go what do I what am I supposed to do and selfishly I did want to stay and like drop out and 
my personality like that's shocking that I wanted to drop out of school um but I was just like it was just easier there in in a lot of ways you get you get used to the the heat and the all the discomfort pretty fast um but everyone was just really nice and really present and there's a beach and yeah. it was just, it was very easy and there was no drama. There was no one to impress. Um, and so I was very tempted to stay, but I had this like gut feeling that like I wasn't supposed to, and that my time was over for now or forever. I didn't know. So I came back and started exploring like, okay, what do I do with Spanish? Do I, am I supposed to be a teacher? I kind of, hated teaching like even though it was fun interacting with the kids like I I did not enjoy it like it wasn't easy for me it wasn't fun I didn't like coming up with games or being creative it just it was not fun for me um and very like unnatural so I like come around to like my senior year um I was it was like August so the beginning of my senior year I had a couple people be like hey have you ever thought of social work and I was like yeah as in the one thing I never want to do. <laughs> like so many people, mostly older people, like in like adult adults, fifties, sixties had kind of like, when you go to college, people are always like, Oh, you should do this. You should yeah. major in this or you shouldn't major in this. And the shouldn't was always social work. And I yeah. always heard you're gonna, you're not gonna make any money. You're gonna be so unhappy. And I was like, don't sign me up for that like <laughs> bye yeah. i'm gonna major in accounting <laughs> and so Take loads of money yeah la 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 be so entertained all day <laughs> and so um yeah so i was like it was like this taboo direction and i was like i can't be a social worker i'll be so unhappy um won't make anything and then a friend of mine was like no you should really like read through the six core values of social work and i was like okay and there are these like they harp on them all through school, but there's these six core values and I'm going to botch them, but it's like <laughs> service, social, social justice, dignity and worth of the person, um, importance of human beings and competence and integrity, I think are the ones. And I was like, yeah, those are pretty important to me. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I think I could, I could do something with this, with, the way I want Spanish to be in my career. Mm. That's cool. And so I ended up applying just to Alabama because I had heard that it was a really well-established program. It, I could do it online. And that was, I was like, good. Cause I want to move back to Birmingham. I don't want to move to Tuscaloosa. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I did that for two, it was a two year program. Um, had two really cool internships. One was at like a intensive residential home for um teens and then another was like at a high school um so I got really cool experience graduated in May and like every class every semester was just like yeah this is it like I'm supposed to do this and it was just like no dread no like it it was just like when you're in a class that you know you're gonna use Mm -hmm. and you know Mm -hmm. this is the degree for you if there is a degree out there for you. It's this one. So, um, that's kind of how I ended up in social work and I just graduated like four months ago. So I'm still like, I just, I took my license and got all that, but I'm still figuring out like how I want Spanish to be involved. Um, and so I'm not really in a social work job right now. I'm just at 
I'm at Children's Hospital mm-hmm. just as an interpreter. Um, and so I literally love it. So do you interpret for families and stuff? Yeah. So it's like when you go to a doctor's appointment or you're hospitalized for surgery or you, you know, whatever, you're in the ER. It's everything that happens except I'm there as like a middleman saying everything that's being said to the other person. That's so. Crazy. Yeah, it's really, really fun. So you're all over the hospital. Yeah, so we're in all the departments, I believe. There might be a couple that we're not really in. There's some that, like, don't use us as much, but there's some we're in, like, all the time. Um, So there's some really amazing moments. There's some really, like, disturbing and really sad moments. But I have, like, never enjoyed, like, a job more. Like, it's just really fun. And it's, like... brain wise I feel like I'm like just goo at the end of the day because yeah. I'm like trying to think in two different languages all day and like yeah I mess up all the time like the words and the grammar and like I have to step out and look up a word and because it's just so specific and I don't want to mess up but I feel like it'd be so hard with like medical terms and like trying to describe yeah. like yeah. what something means like you could probably communicate with any Spanish-speaking person just about normal everyday things, but yeah. bringing in also emotion and like medical and like terms fear and fear. And, and, and yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been really cool because the families have made it so much easier because when I started, I was uh, a mess for like two weeks. Cause I was like, did I deceive my boss by saying I knew more Spanish than I do? Cause I had to like take a test and do the interview in Spanish to to get in but I was also just like I don't know what these people are saying and like I don't know how to say like orchiopexy or like spinal tap or you know all these like these things in Spanish and I was talking to my boss and I was like I'm very overwhelmed (laughs) and she was like it is just gonna take time and it's like you're learning a whole new you know realm of words that you were yeah. never taught in school yeah. and i mean orchid whatever you just said i don't know what that means know. yeah it's exactly it exactly <laughs> they were like these are things you don't even know in english you yeah. don't even know how to describe them in english let alone translate it and so um i've just over like the past i've been there like two months now and like the past two months i've just had to give myself space to learn mm. and like be a student again because i was just like sick of learning i was like i just I'm so tired of asking questions and like not knowing what I'm doing, but I've just been making flashcards and like reading. I just read Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone in Spanish (laughs) and I've been watching soap operas and I'm just trying to, to expose myself. Yeah. And some days I'm so over Spanish that I I do not do anything when I get home, but some days I'm like a little more motivated and I'm like, you know, I'm going to watch Gran Hotel one more time. time. I'm going to learn something else. I remember when you came back from the DR and just like this, like this conflict in your mind and how cool it is to see like where you're at now, like utilizing all those things. Like Mm -hmm. you wanted to go back to the DR like every single summer. I feel like Mm -hmm. you kept trying to figure out a way to go back there, to move back there. As soon as you graduated, you wanted to go back. And it's just like, how cool is it that you have an opportunity here Mm -hmm. in a place that, 
was slightly unexpected Mm -hmm. and that you're just like flourishing. Like I feel like you are, I don't know, like this is such a good stepping stone in like your career and it's going to push you in ways that you haven't been pushed before. And just me like knowing you as a person, it's really Mm -hmm. exciting to see like the opportunities that, I don't know. I think it's like, it is a big risk to Mm -hmm. like, just be like, you know what? This is my degree. This is what I just got my master's in. Like, I'm I'm gonna say goodbye to this job, and I'm gonna go for this other job that is more of passion project. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, it's clearly gonna benefit you in mm-hmm. the end, and there's no way it couldn't. Yeah. But it's really cool to see something that you're passionate about and like you're excited about, mm-hmm. and something that you truly love because I think that's a rarity for anyone to really truly love their job. And yeah. Like, imagine if you were an accountant. Uh, oh, I can't <laughs> even. Not. My grandfather's like helping me with my taxes right now. Like Aww. getting my, because I'm like self-employed technically. Yeah. And I'm Ew, like, me too. way over my head. But um, no, yeah, it's really encouraging to like hear people who like were around me all that time mm-hmm. because it just, in all the effort to get back, it just, it didn't happen. And it's it's just cool to see that there's like a a reason and a bigger purpose that like I am here pursuing what I love, what I could have pursued there yeah, and like been totally happy probably and like prospered and all that stuff. But here it's like, there's, there's so much need here for, for voices Mm -hmm. to be heard Mm -hmm. and people to be advocated for and, that's where I really feel like the the need is and where I'm I need to focus yeah so and I don't know what that looks like but right now it looks like me being an interpreter yeah <laughs> yeah I don't know it's so crazy that's we'll so see cool. yeah so Dixon do you have any mistakes <laughs> there was so there's this one time and I don't it wasn't really like me necessarily but I was there um and there was I can I can kind of so when I when I was the so we were we had like a full like food menu Mm -hmm. and there was a guy in the back unnamed um who was one of the cooks and he was young and (laughs) (laughs) and and goofy um and i remember like have this vivid memory one time of him making this like this uh biscuit batter and he was like about to put it in and he was like i'm not positive there's nothing in this besides biscuit stuff and I was like what do you mean (laughs) and he was like I I think I think something like that broke (laughs) broke in there and I was like okay okay (laughs) and I was like well I don't know what to tell you I'm not in charge of you and so he makes he makes the biscuits he's like 18 years old like he's young fresh out of high school yeah so you know no 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 harm no foul but or, or but, but harm potential yeah. harm and potential so, foul and no potential foul. so this woman comes back up and i'm like working 
I don't know who I was with, but I definitely panicked because there was like a, <laughs> it was like a screw <laughs> in her biscuit. <laughs> and wow. I, I was like, what? Like a screw. Like she shut and I, she shut it to me and I was like, this kid's name. <laughs> what in the world? And he was like, that's what I thought fell in. <laughs> And I was like, dude, this is important enough to scrap a batch of biscuits. But um, did you not when he was like, I'm not positive something fell in. Were you not like, well, what fell in? And I, or did you just not want to ask? I didn't want to ask. I didn't want to deal with it. Honestly. Yeah. He was a little annoying. Mm. Yeah. He was, he just didn't want to deal with him. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, and it wasn't like my job. So I was yeah. like, I'm not getting paid enough to dig. <laughs> <laughs> dig so, with you. Yeah. so, but like, it wasn't really my like mistake, but I did like have to deal with an angry customer. Yeah. And that's always very fun. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, so fun. Um, but where did this screw come from? I don't, I think the dishwasher, but I'm not sure. <laughs> the dishwasher and the biscuit better i how did think that that's happen? what it did he throw a screw in that on purpose honestly maybe, <laughs> maybe. i thought you were t- gonna say like marijuana like that's what i thought that's i was uh, like no, yeah. he put marijuana in these biscuits isn't, isn't gonna tell anyone and everyone's gonna have a really great day today <laughs> <laughs> you have like a funny mistake oh yeah no i have plenty of those oh, <laughs> um so i have two that i want to yes. share so one so I worked at a, as a camp counselor um, one summer in college, as all as all do. Yes. Um, so it was after my freshman year, and it was Camp Highland, and we were in LJ, Georgia. And so with the older campers, we would take them to the Nantahala River and raft down the Nantahala for a day. It's a very chill river. I think the highest they have is like a th- class three rapid, but it's like really not a big deal, pretty easy. And I had gone down it probably five times that summer at this point, at this particular week. And this week, they were down a couple raft guides. And they asked for counselors to be the guides. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, I've been on this thing so many times. (laughs) I'll do it. And so I volunteered. And me and my co-counselor were like both in the raft. So we were kind of like tag teaming it. And so we go and it's like a very, it's like a mild river, really nothing too intimidating, but there's like 10 or 12 like rafts in our group. So it's like a lot to try to not bump into and you know, whatever to avoid. And we make it like almost all the way to the end and we like do pretty well. And they had given us advice like before we started, like this particular rock hit this way you know, this turn, take it like this, don't go into this eddy, whatever. And so we're like, okay, um, I think I remember. (laughs) And so we get to the very end, like we can see the final like rapid and where people are like getting out of their boats. And we're like, we made it guys. Mm. Like, this is great. And then there's this big rock that they had said to like hit at a certain angle or just like avoid altogether. It was like this really big rock. It was very like it was like a diagonal flat surface on the side and so there was like this 
hydraulic like spinning kind of over on top of it and so we're going towards it and I was like okay well we're not going to avoid it but we'll just like bump it and then like it looked like this perfect situation but I guess like the way we hit it the hydraulic like started going into our boat and so it pulled us under and flipped us and so we all either land in the water or on the rock yeah and so once all of our body weight is out of the raft we're the raft flips flips back over and there's the one person left is my co-counselor and so she goes down in the raft (laughs) down the rapid by herself and i was like all of our paddles are gone like we dropped them all and then there's like six panicking teenage girls like just mortified and crying two of them are in the water hanging onto branches and i was like i'm 19 (laughs) i was like i what do i do like what am i supposed to do and our group is just passing and they're like what did you do like well how did you flip your raft i was like i don't know like (laughs) i'm not certified (laughs) you know and so um i try i get the two girls that are in the water and get him back on the the rock and we like stand there and i'm like i genuinely don't know what to do <laughs> we just like stand and the guy at the end is like the the anchor the the guy who's rounding everyone up and he like rolls his eyes <laughs> and he like pulls over because he's like that talented he can pull over a raft <laughs> and he tells us to walk back and get in his raft so now we're like 15 deep in like a six person raft <laughs> And we're like on the floor of the raft. We're doing, we can't see anything. We're just like thankful to be alive. <laughs> and so then we go down, but there's so many of us, we can't even tell that we went on the rapid. Like it's just <laughs> like we just went straight to the bottom and we get off and they didn't speak to me for like a couple hours. Uh, my the girls, girls on, your, oh. on the girls on my raft. Oh. But I was, they got over it and they're like, it was sick. Like we flipped. <laughs> and I was like, of oh course you love this now. They were mad so at that you? was something. I mean, they were more she traumatized. Kind of the yeah, raft and they were yeah, on but the branches. In my defense, <laughs> I had never been trained, and I was just willing to help, <laughs> willing to help a raft go down. But yeah, that was pretty. I was I was very scared. It was it was a lot, but we made it. <laughs> you we're survived. Here. We're here. Yeah. Would you like me to share my other one? Yes, please. Okay, this one's kind of gross, but uh, we it like is what it is. stories, apparently. So, um, my junior year of college, I lived with three girls, um, and we lived in a house called the Brenda House, because we lived on Brenda Ooh. Avenue, and we it was a house that two of the girls had grown up in, so, like, it was an old house, it was, like, their personal home, and on the bottom, like the basement level, there was a bathroom and a bedroom that one of the girls used. And we would like periodically use that bathroom, but like not really. And there was one day that I used it. Uh-huh. I, I, it was something simple, like a number one <laughs> and, and it wouldn't flush. And so I like kept flushing and then it started like, just rising and like going over the the sides and then it started coming out of the shower and i was like well oh no Uh (laughs) so i called the other two roommates that were home and i was like hey guys (laughs) help (laughs) they came but i was like wear shoes and so they came downstairs and that it was at this point it was 
anything and everything that's ever been thrown down there. Oh. And so, poop. so, oh, poop, yeah. Oh, and carrots. I saw some carrots. What? <laughs> <laughs> Lots of toilet paper. Um, and so we put on. It's like not stopping. And we got to the front yard where they have like the water valve valve thank you <laughs> and we turned it <laughs> off and <laughs> and oh it's still going and because we called her dad and we we're like panicking and he's like do this do that and nothing's working and then it, it just stops at one point and we're like okay this is good and then it starts up again <laughs> and so at this point we have on like rain boots um gloves we found gloves <laughs> and her mom's a nurse so she had these like masks yes. so we put masks on and we have these like industrial push brooms and it since it's on the basement level it let it opened out to the garage so there was like this glass sliding door that opened out to the driveway and it's all just going in this room and it's thankfully it's like concrete floors but y'all it's like two inches at this point and it's just <laughs> poop water really and toilet paper and, and all pee. kinds of stuff yeah and pee and carrots, um, and carrots. carrots. <laughs> yeah y'all, i'm not i saw like at least two carrots <laughs> <laughs> baby carrots it looked like there. yeah they were like chewed but anyways <laughs> they, so we were Someone's we were put, we just had to push broom this poop water out eventually it stopped at like two three inches deep we pushed it it took hours like four hours of like i think one of them had to skip class like we were just sorry sorry for the long haul to skip class there's poop in my basement my house was flooded with shit (laughs) (laughs) and so we had to push it out and it took about four hours and we call a plumber obviously and he comes and we're like, what caused this? This might be TMI. <laughs> but he's like, um, do any of y'all use feminine products? Mm-hmm. And we're like, well, yeah. <laughs> and he's <laughs> like, women. do you flush them? And in sync, me and my roommate say yes and no at the same time. I said no because I've been taught better than that. <laughs> <laughs> because I know. And she says, well, yeah. And I was like. Miranda <laughs> I was like you what like in front of the plumber and she was like yeah my mom didn't tell me not to and it's just I just what else would I do with it and I was like throw it away and so the plumber basically <laughs> says that's what caused it he like cleans it out for us everything in that room was destroyed like couch oh, uh there was like yeah. a table a bunch of blankets some rugs and shelves and stuff it was pushed to the curb uh, and we put bleach on it at least four times to like oh. make the smell go away and eventually it was fine it went away but in the moment i've never felt more disgusting that's ankle deep and poop water some number one all from <sighs> i was just trying oh, to do really an innocent deed fault it wasn't you got any plugs yeah do you have like no <laughs> you can plug yourself but also do you have like like maybe if that place that you went to the DR has like a website, oh, yeah. um, um, I don't know, or just even like something that you would suggest like people just look into more or think about. More. Yeah. Um, so, well, the place I went to in the DR is called Ninos de la Luz. Um, and I imagine they always need a little more internet traffic. 
and yeah. donations. Um, but also to be like as um, middle of the ground as I can be, um, just be sensitive to other cultures yeah. <laughs> and, and just like don't roll your eyes when someone's having a hard time getting a word out yeah. because it's not their first language or um, if you like, I don't know. I just, so long term, I want to do immigration policy mm. and like advocacy. And so that's kind of where my like thought, like my beliefs and my like heart is when it comes to that stuff. So just to be sensitive to what other people are going through and to not make yeah. assumptions. Um, but also I want to plug um, my boy Connor's album. Yeah. Connor's like a brother to me and he is one of my best friends and I just love him to death and I would want more and more people to listen yeah. to his album. Con is awesome. Con is Con. one of our favorite people. Connor McCollum. Connor yeah, McCollum. Was on this the last name. episode. Connor McCollum. He was on two episodes ago. He was on here. He just yeah. released an album and he's donating all of the pro- the stream proceeds to the Brain and Behavior, behavior Research, Research Foundation. Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of bees. Yeah. <laughs> two. <laughs> um, it's just a big old mouth. Yeah. Um, but since I don't really have anything to plug, I would want to plug him. Yeah. What about your Instagram? If you want a, a mediocre post monthly, <laughs> <laughs> at my name, Dixon Bledsoe. <laughs> I don't post much. Also, I'm private, so good luck. <laughs> well, there you yeah. go. <laughs> well, uh, we just thank you so much for being on here. Yeah. This is so awesome and like refreshing to hear, and I'm excited to see yeah. what happens and where you go. Thank you all. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Thanks, right. guys. Um, what do you think about the bed? <laughs> Comfy. Really a big fan of the material of whatever these pillows are. Mm, she likes sheets. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah. It's been a great real, experience. Talking about what you were talking about earlier, I'm really excited to see where you're going to go. Like, yeah. Yeah. I feel cool. really hopeful for like the things you're going to do. And like, I'm really excited to see yeah. what, what's in store for your future. Yeah. I think it's going to be really good. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Well, yep. all right. Bye. 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 Adios. <laughs> yes. This was an error. At one point, I remember my, like, so vividly, my mom, (laughs) like, comes running up the stairs and she goes, there's a poo-poo volcano in the basement. Oh. It's just, like, coming out (laughs) Volcano. I hate that. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Poo-poo volcano.